Sack and Jack exclusive for Gonzaga Nation. We've told, I don't think we've told anybody about this. Exclusive or explicit? Well, is it's it split? It's both. That's Chris oh. and Pedersen, our, our producer. Yeah. So exclusive is just us. Explicit is we're, we're being bad boys saying bad words. We'll try it out now, Rob. Just start. Let's just start firing off and see what. No, 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 no. Those come naturally. Once you go explicit, you can't come back, Christian. So yeah, let's... we're we're trying to gain listeners on this one first, and then then they can understand where they're co- where we're coming from. Trying to gain <laughs> listeners, trying to gain viewers. As you can already tell, this is going to be a uh, visual medium. Uh, something Rob and I are very excited for. Christian put on a party shirt. We appreciate that, Christian. Christian went to Syracuse University, so you Ugh. know he knows how to broadcast. Uh, Rob, you knew we were doing this. I didn't know he was from Syracuse. You did. You did. Yeah, I don't, but I, nobody's perfect, right? I, I doubled down on it by having done UCLA for my undergraduate. So uh, I, I'm 0% loved by anybody in the Gonzaga fandom. Yeah, well, here I am. Gotcha. So, so use me as your punching bag, guys. <laughs> done Been and there. done. Uh, Rob had a flight from Kentucky last night. He got in. Did you watch a possession of the BYU? I watched, I watched the dude. I don't mean to like come at you, but that's, I mean, I'm just just being, no, 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 no. I was fine. I was, I was projected to watch the second half of the game. Like I was prepared. We didn't have a pilot for the flight. You need a pilot. Uh, yeah. What happened with the, was the pilot sick or something? I don't know what happened. We didn't have a pilot. And then they had to like, like do an emergency, grab some two random pilots. And it was like, oh, we're throwing them on your plane. What airport were you? Seattle. How, how oh, you got to Seattle. How I was close like, were you? How, how close were you from takeoff when they told you that you didn't have a pilot? No, we, I get, I'm mad rushing from one end to the seattle airport to the exact oh, taking two trains pissed running to get to the and then they go oh you're uh we've been delayed i'm delayed oh we're delayed another two hours we don't have a pilot like how do you not this this flight has been booked for weeks how buddy, do you not have a pilot this doesn't make any damn sense buddy i love you SeaTac is a very big airport but if you took two trains you screwed up you should only ever have to take one train in an airport. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people out there, if you, am I incorrect on that? Do you have to no, take two no, trains? I had to go from the complete opposite, like two complete opposite ends of the whole damn airport. And I ran, get there. I had literally 20 minutes to board the plane. And I go, oh, no, we don't have a pilot. So I'm like, oh, that's, at least I can breathe. But what do you mean we don't have a pilot? Do I like, should I just go rent a car and drive home? So it was on my mind at that point in time. You don't want to be the dude running through the airport. You definitely don't want to be the seven foot dude running just through the airport. Mobbing. I, I saw this lady in front of me and I almost like, just gave her a shoulder when I realized she had a baby in her hand. And like, or, or do you want to be the seven foot guy running through the airport? Because I'd argue that if you're five foot six, people might not clear a lane for you. If you're seven, if, if, you're, if, if you're seven foot and, and people see people can yeah. see you coming. So people will get out of your way. If you're seven foot and you're not a famous athlete or famous for being an athlete, you're in a bad spot. You have to answer uncomfortable questions nonstop. Oh, 100%. I couldn't. I could right. imagine being tall and not yes. playing sports. Yes. 
Yes. So you played for the Lakers. So you can be seven foot for the rest of your life and have the Lakers right. to fall back on. I get that. No, that makes sense. Yeah, But for the most part, I just, you get, and again, we always talk about this, but you never ask people how fat they are or how short they are. <laughs> you know, it's the one thing where someone just feels so comfortable all the time. How tall are you? Like, do you ever get how's the weather up there? Oh, oh, I love that one. Oh, and then I go, how's the weather on my ass? Yes, great, (laughs) explicit. Uh, Have you heard the the Wilt Chamberlain? How how's the weather up there? Story? Uh, uh, have not. Allegedly, he would spit on people and say it's raining. Ah, good old Wilt. That's a bit of an asshole move. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. Yes. Uh, Zags beat BYU last night by a count of 110 to 84. Wasn't even that close. Uh, We have a few things to get into this particular episode. What I'm most excited about is the reason Rob was in Kentucky. But uh, first, the Zags. Rob. I honestly thought they were going to score more. I really did think. I thought they were going to get. They were on pace to go for like 120, 130. Dude, so once. Excuse me. I've been housing peanuts this morning and they've been going down the wrong direction the wrong pipe i should say the correct direction zags put 117 on pepperdine last week and i think a lot of people were like oh ho-hum it's pepperdine come out and put 110 on byu one of the better teams on the west coast not just in the wcc uh things are trending up offensively I think we just honestly might've been that break, that little COVID break might've been the like just break in the season that we needed. I don't usually, know. Usually though, you see college teams come back from a COVID break and they're stale offensively. Look no further than Baylor getting rolled uh, their first game back after a, a two week break in January last week. And then they developed into, you know, one of the greatest basketball teams of all time as unfortunately we found out uh, I, I just hope that this is sustainable right here. Well, it's sustainable in the WCC. Let's call it what it is. It, that's, that's the problem. That is what I – it drives me crazy. Yeah, that is the problem. I hate to say it. The WCC – like Pepperdine struggled against uh, St. Mary – or St. Mary struggled against Pepperdine, correct? They certainly did. See yeah. – this is where uh, this Dude, is where, we so we do this every year. All right, I'll we, do, we do. We do. I was gonna I tiptoe. I, I know. Gonna, I was gonna tiptoe around this, but you know what? We're so polite to the WCC all the time. Every year going into conference play, we're like, oh, you know what's gonna be tough this year? That WCC schedule. And, and they then make it's us not. liars. They make us straight <laughs> up liars. Because on paper they look great. They're beating good non-conference opponents, and then we house Pepperdine by sixty. And then Pepperdine almost beats St. Mary's. And, we're, and you know, what are we supposed to do with that information? <laughs> right. I know I, I understand that the right thing to do is be like, oh, you know, matchups and this and that. And, uh, you know, we can't sleep on any of these teams because they can give us a run. I don't think any of these teams could give us a run. That's what, that's what Dickow's previews are for. That, that we have our journalistic integrity covered. Now we can be the honest ones. We you know, yeah, Dick, what they really want. We'll Dick let Allen those Adam, guys be, yeah, they can be yeah. the politically correct. We've never been politically correct, yeah. especially on this podcast. So we're here to make fights. We're here to pick yeah. fights. What are they going to do? Come knock on my door. Guess what? I'm here. <laughs> like, come on, bring it here. So two games in. And again, I thought this was going to be a, a closer battle than it was. It wasn't. Um, I think we're going to roll through the WCC once again. Honestly, the only game that I'm kind of worried about right now is at USF. 
That's always a tough that one. Santa Clara again. But dude, there's at, not going to be any fans at Santa Clara. It's going to be a it's going to be a open. Is gym. that the one that is shut down? That county? Yes. Yeah, Santa Clara. That's weak. Yeah. So weak. And honestly, that's the, that trend is tracking in all the Bay Area. So we may play USF on the hilltop with no fans. So I, which will I, be just suck. It'll, it'll just suck to watch on TV. Right. I'm. I'm hating this, but you said, and maybe I'm wrong about this, and I hope I'm completely off. But you said when we uh, last episode, I think they have us going to Portland, and then the Chase Center. Yeah. Right. Yeah, for the tournament. I'm, we're talking tournament. Yeah, we're going to the tournament. It is what it is. After watching the WCC, I don't know why we're still talking about them. I just pray that we have fans for those games. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If we play at Portland and in the Bay Area, I'm just hoping, and I'm hoping I'm wrong about this, but I'm I'm hoping we have fans for those two games. That's my, that's my biggest fear. Well, you see the latest report is that uh the only way to beat omicron 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 is by smoking the chronic that's not a problem i'm saying no. that with a straight face <laughs> that's like a real oh thing. i it's know so i i retweeted that i retweeted okay, that no trust good. me i'm all about the chronic on that smoke them if you got them out there we're trying yeah, to, we're maybe trying to get fans need, to the tournament maybe they need to make a mandate on weed that's the new vaccination. Yeah, you have to have you. Oh, that would be if you're not awesome. vaccinated. If you're not, not vaccinated, that would, that would not explain how there's cases in the NBA, though. Right. <laughs> call Christian Syracuse mind. If you're not vaccinated, you have to like take an edible at the door. One hundred as like your medicine. Sorry, you got to have at least the CBD, at yep. least the CBD gummy in you. I'm sorry. This you don't have life. a booster. Here's 15 mm. milligrams, pal. Yeah, here, here's yourself. your boost. Enjoy it. See you on the other side. I, I Can you was, imagine all these old people? Oh, it goes state by state. I certain states, yeah. Some some attendances would be lower. We're we're sending mass shipments into Idaho on big truckloads, big truckloads of chronic to Idaho to make sure those guys are all vaccinated with chronic. I'm liking this idea. I'm going to send it to our president. Where, where, where does Rob sign up for the study? How can he be a part oh, of the clinical study? As for long this? as they're paying me, I'll be all into the studies. I'll be the uh, the lab rat for sure. He's, He's a healthy Dave, guy. He's over sure Dave Chappelle made a movie about this once. <laughs> uh, RIP Bob Saget. Uh, okay. Notes from the game. 30 points from Timmy. Yes. Timmy's Timmy's on the court demonstrations have, have gone the way of the dinosaur as of late, Rob. Yeah, I think he's just so focused now. He looks like he's really focused. But and I think and goddamn cat, goddamn cat. It was. I mean, generally when you get thirty points from Timmy, you're getting it. It's it's allowed thirty points, and and rightfully so. He's 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 a showman. Right. Um, he kind of like he just kind of faded in 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 the best way possible. He's a subtle thirty. Game. It's like holy. It was a subtle thirty. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, which is crazy to believe. And, dude, I think it was he's the last person in, what, 10 years, 11 years that has had more games over 25, like, in one season or something like that. Yeah, crazy. I don't doubt it. I mean, you could find a million stats of how good and consistent Timmy has been. He's um, phenomenal. I'm I'm rooting for that guy. I wish him 
he's just a great dude individual and uh he deserves all the accolades that that he's gotten so far and he's going to get um but it's crazy it's just no one can stop him on the block and he needs to just keep going to work what do you think about chet though chet i have notes for everybody i knew you would my notes for chet was chet can bleed chet was bleeding um look i chet has a difficult burden to bear right now because for a year and a half everyone was hearing that chet holmgren was the new kevin durant right he was God's gift to basketball. I think he, he still is. I, just, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. But that those expectations are lofty, if not impossible, to live up to. Okay? And you heard it in Jay Billis last night. I don't know if you were probably watching at the airport, so you weren't hearing Billis. Yeah. Billis was like, you know, they call, they call Chet Holmgren a unicorn because we've never seen anything like him. I think we've seen plenty of guys like him, which is kind of – I, I love Jay Billis, but it's it's it, also it's very fair. It's fair, but, but it's it's also a way of like, you know, he was he was flying so high, and that's not even Chet's fault. We we put him on that pedestal, and Jay's kind of like beating him down a little bit. Chet, I still think I've said it before on our podcast. Zach and Jack, go check it out. That Chet's going to be a twenty-year NBA guy, a million All-Star games. I truly believe that. Right now, he's just developing. He's going into himself. All that said. Rob, one thing that I can't stand, and you've forgotten more basketball than I'll ever know. And, uh, you know, Christian went to Syracuse, so he knows. Yeah, they only know his zone. Good job, guys. zone guy. When oh, they guys. do, I understand Chet has perimeter skills, but when they do that high-low thing, and Chet is at the top of the key. Oh, and he's Coach, try- Coach Jack here. Hold on. And he's go. trying to feed Timmy down low. They turn it over no fewer than twice a game and it fires me up every time do you know what i'm talking about oh yeah i was the worst at the high low pass i was they, terrible so they go, i completely understand where this is coming from i and no then offense I got, no offense chet more skilled than you on the well, perimeter there's no offense taken and i understand why they do it because he can do it but god bless it no, he's that, inconsistent at it, and it drives that, me. That high low pass is a lot more difficult than people realize. Um, but at the same time, I how I did it when I got to a certain point in my career, I just told those guys underneath the basket, just go rebound for me. Just I'm I'm putting it, I'm putting this up. Forget that. If it, if I get the ball at the high post, I'm putting it up and go rebound. Uh, I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna turn this over. I'd rather put it on the rim and give us an opportunity than turn the ball over. That's the thing. I, our, our turnover rate there is, is too high. And hopefully we keep running it and hopefully he's getting better at it. Cause obviously in these games, it doesn't matter. Right. So, I mean, might as well use him as a playoff game, but boy, or I should say practice games, but boy, oh boy, do I get frustrated, not frustrated last night with uh, Andrew Nemhard, 22 points, 20 from Julian uh, <laughs> Nemhard. When Julian plays how Julian played last night, as like an they al- work off of each other. Yes, as like an alpha, like score first guy. Then Nemhard, Indica Nemhard, <laughs> a guy who's probably no stranger to 
uh, COVID-19 medicine, then he we'll can just call we'll, we will call those players new vaccinated, new vaccinated, yeah. new age vaccinated Nemhard. Then he can do what he does best, which is like cruise around, man, cruise around the court and just vibe with everybody else. When Nemhard has to be the guy, that's not his strong suit. That's not putting us in a position to excel. And I don't think that's a knock on Nemhard. When Julian is like alpha male Julian, like he was in the first half last night, then the chips fall where they may. And Nemhard can get his 22 points and the Zag score 110. That, that's about that's, – that's all Coach Jack has on this particular game. Yeah, I just think uh, – I think Nemhard doesn't need to worry. I think his game from, from so many games that I've watched, I think he's one of those guys that feeds off of other people's success like you were saying. Like he just it he plays better, like you said, as can I say this Tonto to the Lone Ranger? Yes, you can. I don't okay. think you're. I don't know if we're in weird times now. You don't know what you can say. And what you not. could say Tonto. That's a character's name. You're not making that up. But that's true. Maybe but... maybe Robin to Batman. Mm, yeah, no. We look I'm forward not... to your apology on next episode, Rob. I'm yeah. sure you insulted somebody. But oh, Tonto I... to Lone Ranger. <laughs> exactly. Actually, I could see how Tonto to Lone Ranger could be problematic. For now, for now, <laughs> the producer all allow it. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I have here death taxes, BYU, always so hateable. I understand how Gonzaga could be hated. I, I'm, we're in our bubble, so we don't particularly say it. I, I've been saying for quite some time, I really want you, Timmy, to be the bad boy of college basketball just because I'd be, it would be good for his brand and it would be good for Gonzaga. But am I wrong? And Christian, maybe you could help us out here. Is BYU just consistently hateable or are my Gonzaga colored glasses I think, I skewing think, my vision? I think it, it, uh, did I take Christian's spot? I told no, 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 no. I was, I was just going to jump in and say the term punchable face comes up for me. BYU as a school has a punchable face. They're, they're always easy to just be like, no, get out of here. I don't, I, I, I'm happy to play you because I'm happy to beat you. There's no residual. Like I feel bad for X, Y, or Z player. And Just get I, out of here. it feels like they're kind of self-aware about it and they like play into their hateability. No, they just are. Oh, I would have said the opposite. I would have said they're the ones really? who don't realize it. Yeah. Okay. I, they are just, they, they're smug. They're your try-hard cousin that shows up to Thanksgiving that like wants to remind you about all the cool things they've done throughout the year. But you're yes. like, bro, this doesn't incite me at all. Like this, this right. th- th- I don't want to hear it, about but it. But it's not, it's not really that like, nothing they've done is something you would ever do at the same time. It's not yeah. like they're like they're excited to tell you they they got an A on a test, and you're just like. Yeah, and then cool, they did. A, then, then they went and did a beach cleanup, and they saved yeah, sea yeah. turtles. And you're like, yeah, "Good for yeah. you! I'm so glad you're doing all you this." You know what we did on a Saturday morning? We cleaned turtles. Well, I just woke up with a pretty woman, so that's how that works. Eleven-year-old <laughs> Rob. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm glad we're all on the same page there because I, I every few years there's a whole new batch of BYU players, and I just think they're hateable. Um. <laughs> This now may- you might get like some you might get a uh, a letter from like the Mormons saying like from oh, the church he's, for he's uh anti-morm anti-morm he'll just get some um, 
I'll, I'll deal with that letter if it comes. Uh, can't, can't go to the Marriott's anymore. Even St. Mary's. And I know it's very popular to hate St. Mary's, but some of those teams are, were fun to root for. They were like scrappy, bad boy Australians. The old, the old St. Mary's teams? Yeah, like five, six years ago, back to like 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, because you're some rooting teams- for them to keep the, the – see, the problem is we we root for these teams all the time in the in when they're not yeah we're like come on get our conference better like show that the wcc is something and then they do this every single time they you want to root for these guys because those uh saint mary's teams were like even mickey mcconnell all those guys they were just scrappy tough yeah, yeah. you know relatable teams even even the san francisco teams they yeah, were like i some, agree they would surprise teams all over the country. And then you were like, I don't know. They just, it's just really frustrating. Really, (laughs) really frustrating. Uh, MVP of the week, Rob. Again, we're going to do do this exclusive every Friday. So we're going to try to have MVPs of the week for you. I will surrender to Rob here. For Zags. Yeah. It has to to be Drew Timmy. Okay. Yeah, I just say because he has set the bar now of like, okay, we're not playing around in WCC. I'm going to get my my buckets and I'm going to set the tone early. And I think we have to ride ride that wave and just ride it all the way into the tournament. Okay, I'm going. Throw out. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, Christian, please. I wanted to throw out an honorary one to the Zag Kennel Club. I think that was awesome that the student section showed up as deep as it did last night. Uh, <laughs> Christian. Did I steal yours? You're no, you're new and you're cute. Okay. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to say it, but I think we still have some room for improvement in the kind of Oh, club. no, do, not say no, but I think that just in the unknown times right now of tent cities getting canceled and restrictions, oh, yada, yeah, yada, yada, I, just to have to have a packed student base show up. And oh, not trust me. Been, you know, scared of anything like that. Um, it was those good. kids, I need more. I those need kids, more. those kids were medicated. Those kids took the proper precautions before coming into McCarthy. I I, I get that I'm stumbling into, oh, it's cute, yada, yada. As somebody who would travel to away games in a banana suit to sit in the front of the student section and be as drunk and loud as I could, I'm with you on. We need more of those, though. I think we need more of that at (laughs) our games. There was multiple years where Bill Walton only knew me on site as Banana Kid. Um, I didn't know. know the, I know the Syracuse banana guy. That was <laughs> no, 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 no. This was this was my undergrad at UCLA. Um, this, okay. was, this was when Bill Walton was yeah, grad school. What years a, were you at UCLA? I graduated 2013 from UCLA. So Kevon Looney, or right before yep. Kevon Looney? No, I got I got effing Tyler Honeycutt and Shabazz Muhammad. Oh, Shabazz uh, Reeves Nelson. Yeah, no, Re- no, no, no. Uh, I helped Reeves Nelson cheat on an English assignment once. Um, <laughs> he was the missing link between man and ape. Um, I had him in training camp with the Lakers. He Reeves is. He thought unique. a lot of himself. He's a unique human being. I think he's yes. doing music now. Yes. Um, yeah. So I, I, I was the only one there cheering because we hit an all time low um, at the end of Ben Howland's existence. Yeah, it, that, that that spiraled out of control quick. Did yes. it never let him go? Um, speaking of UCLA, UCLA loses to Oregon in OT last night in an empty gym. It was very sad to watch. That was game it was going at on. UCLA or in, it was at UCLA it was empty Poly Pavilion. Empty Poly, which uh, is normal. That's just was, a normal. <laughs> I feel like. Yes. The, 
That's just well, maybe order. that's why I'm maybe that's why I'm complimenting a, an eighty percent full Zag Club because I never got a good experience of it and and yeah, have I, ever been full. Wooden, wooden championships are coming to us. No, they're not. That uh, that was tough to watch. That was. Oh, I'm sure you guys loved it. Uh, no, I mean, I don't. I'm indifferent towards UCLA. We have this yeah. quote unquote rivalry. We, I mean, we've housed UCLA except for the the epic. So uh, we're just, we're, just salty. Game. We're, we're salty about last year's game, and you guys don't even don't even remember it. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of, <laughs> to be honest. It, I think the 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 big rivalry in the Pac-12 for us is either UW and Arizona. It's Gonzaga Gonzaga is a UCLA problem. UCLA is not a Gonzaga problem, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, sorry, sense. Christian. No, that's the summary uh, of my existence. Is we like to think that we're big deals to everybody, but then everyone goes, "What? Why yeah. are you US, USC struggled at home against Oregon State. Uh, so, I mean, like I said, we're just going to hold serve and be the one seed in the West. Ho hum. Uh, USC smashes LMU. Saint, we mentioned it. St. Mary's struggled a bit with Pepperdine. So, Groundhog's Day, same old song and dance. We come into WCC play hoping we're going to be challenged night in, night out. Uh, <clears throat> game one of six potential problem games, and I'm talking two BYUs, two St. Mary's, and two USFs. So far, not an issue. Um, anything on the state of West Coast basketball, Rob? Before we uh, before we get into Kentucky horses. No, uh, West Coast basketball. It is what it is. It is uh, what it is. Yeah. Okay. So Rob spent a week in Kentucky to sell a horse to see a. He literally went to see a man about a horse, Christian. And Rob, you can you can nuance this all you want, but I'm going to set you up. You received what times your initial investment this week? about six times no way yeah excellent work yeah it was all right what did you learn selling ponies and dude it's that does your did your pony find a nice house i literally yeah no i'm yeah i'm about to move to kentucky here and be a a donor to the wildcats here soon enough um dude it is a different animal i learned so much and like Yesterday, my mind and everything was just blah because it just the like the whole momentum to get to that. And then like the last hour before the horse, we had uh, 19 vet checks on our horse. That was how many vet like they check the vet bill and look at all all the scopes and everything on our horse and all that type. We had 19. It was like a record. And it came to the auction time. We had uh, like people, it was like the last horse of the show almost at seven o'clock at night. And it was still packed to see where this horse was going to go. It was incre- It was like a rush that you can't, ex- it was a crazy rush. It was wild, man. It was a so, wild. And I drank with some Irishmen. Got so you're hard. watching the bidding and every time one of those little white signs go up, you're getting a little bit richer. Well, you know yeah, it. we put a reserve on the horse. And if it didn't reach that, we were going to sell it in November because we knew we were going to, we knew that it was going to sell for even more in November, but whatever, we'll, we wanted to put it, get it off our books and just get it sold. And, um, dude, what's a a bigger day, getting your horse sold or getting drafted by the Lakers, man, I kind of, 
<laughs> it's up there. Uh, I would probably have to go with the Lakers. Then that horse is sold. But yeah, it's crazy. Any part of you sad to see the horse leave your life? Like no, that? I never even got to really touch the horse. <laughs> I only touched him once. I don't care. What's his, <laughs> did you get to name him? Uh, Usra 21. That was his horse. Yeah. Um, no, we just, it's kind of, we. I'm, I'm getting all settled and ready to go for November sale and go buy me a mare with a fat ass. <laughs> aren't we all aren't we all looking for a mayor with a fat ass oh <laughs> like, that is my goal i'm gonna get me a nice mayor for next november i'm going into that sale gonna buy me a nice mayor with a fat ass and that we're gonna produce uh, yeah it, if, you, if you end up having a racehorse and you had to name it after some sort of gonzaga player coach see i named a dog after like- tony skinner I had to get rid of that dog. So oh, I yeah. got, Tony. So, so I am really particular on how I name animals now because then they they end up taking on that name really well, which I gotta make sure of this. So if I got a horse, I'd have to get like a I have to have a, a smart but athletic player. That People forget be- there is a Kentucky Derby winner named Spokane. Oh, really? Yeah, look it up. I think it was like 1885. The Kentucky Derby winner was me. named Spokane. Dude. Christian's going to – I think just just type in Spokane Kentucky Derby winner, Christian. I'm trying to get a, a track back in Spokane. I'd be there every day. <laughs> dog track. Spokane, oh, uh, dog track thoroughbred Stallion fold in 1886, winner of the 1889 Kentucky Derby. Uh, the fact that you know horses from the U.S. Civil War era – uh, makes me a tad bit concerned about the Wikipedia wormholes you've been down. Um, <laughs> you know what? I don't even know how I knew that, but it's, and I was four years off. I think I said 1885 and, and Spokane won it in 1889. Way to go. Lilac city way to go. Right. Uh, I had, we got to wrap things up. I had more notes on um, if you listen to our podcast, you know, we went down a girl's gone wild wormhole. I had an update on Joe Francis, the, That's the um, creator, right? The creator. Christian, I thought you were much younger. I thought you were like 22. That's a compliment. So 31. you're you're definitely yeah, you're, you're 31. So you, yes. so you know no, you know girls gone wild. I was gonna ask you what your relationship with I was I was girls right gone wild. I was right at the tail end of yeah. VHSs and DVDs and yeah. the beginning of that digital era. So I, I know all of the references yeah. previous eras uh, have ever used. We will save our Joe Francis update for a later date, but this has been uh, episode one of the Sack and Jack exclusive for Gonzaga Not Nation. Not hey. explicit. I don't think we were explicit. I think we, I think we minded our P's and Q's. What do you think? You want to try one out, Rob? Right now, we'll see if I end up leaving. Mm, we'll it. wait. We'll wait. It's it's still it's coming. It's coming. Uh, every Friday, go Zags.